everybody's kind of inspired to. I don't, I don't know the Sunday school lesson was as much on the, uh, the, our text that we're having today, but I'm going to read from Acts, the second chapter, and I want to skip down through it, amen, as we would read. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but read parts of it. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place, and then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set up on each of them, and they all, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Verse number 14, uh, let me read from there. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, he then lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it's but the third hour of the day. But this is that was spoken of the prophet Joel. Amen. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Amen. And skipping down to the 29th verse of this chapter. And men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarchs, amen, David, that he is both dead and buried, and his scepter is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with, with an oath to him that of the fruits of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit upon his throne. Amen. He seeing even before the and spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul would not be left in hell, neither the flesh to see corruption. Skipping down to now verse 36 of this chapter. Amen. Verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. And now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is a promise that's unto you, to your children, to them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall Convict, call, amen, draw, amen, whatever. I want to pray right and ask God to help us. Lord God, we are thankful for the word that we've read. It gets exciting, God, to thank God to how that much you loved humankind and how much you love us, that you were given your life as a sacrifice. The Old Testament people, they, they knew all the sacrifices, but their God was they were worshiping and offering sacrifices to you. Now you've offered a sacrifice for us. Oh, Lord Jesus, we pray, God, today that you would let our minds and hearts, God, dwell upon, God, 
your love, your mercies, and your kindness, and what you want to say to us today, we ask for a blessing upon in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want to I want to put a title on my thought today, and I, it would be the 37th verse. And when they heard, amen, this sermon that Peter preached that day and told them, you have crucified your Savior, you've, the Messiah. You've, you've killed the one that's died for you. And when they heard that, they said, men and brethren, what? Shall we do? We, we're, we're guilty. They were pricked in their hearts. They were convicted. Amen. They said, now what, what can we do about that? And then, of course, Peter told them, amen, and the rest, amen. And the, I want that thought, what shall we do, to be the thought that I can linger, linger in your mind today. Amen. For the last 35 33 and a half years, um, there, Jesus Christ, you know, born in a manger in Bethlehem, and, and then he grew up to be uh, a young man. And, of course, I could tell you a whole lot of history that's been said about Jesus during those periods of time, but uh, you, can only, you can only get one glimpse of the Lord Jesus, amen, when he was 12 years old and went to the temple. And you've heard that preached over and over. Amen. That he went there and he said, I've got to be about my father's business. And for the next then 18 years, we haven't heard nothing from the Lord as far as the biblical concerned. Uh, and, and then he stepped on the scene, you know, the, he meant to be baptized of John. And now it is a, the last three and a half years of his ministry or, or, or time in life on this earth. Amen. Praise God. He, uh, he is endeavoring to, uh, amen, lay down some principles and endeavoring also to teach us and, and help us to learn, amen, his purpose for all of our lives. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ was... The second man, Adam, I can read, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, a couple of verses of scripture, verse number 22. Amen. Paul was writing to the church in Corinth. He said, for as it is in Adam, all died, but even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So, when Jesus was the second man, Adam. Amen. And then verse number 20 or 45 in this same chapter. I could read a lot more. And so it is written that the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Amen. But the second man or the last man, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Amen. The first man, Adam, was, was created out of the dust, dirt. The second man, Adam, was created by the spirit. Praise God. And so we have Jesus. Amen. And he was indeed a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then Paul told the t Timothy, and without a controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For God was manifested in the flesh. Amen. Amen. Shall I just turn there and read, God was manifested in the flesh. Praise God. 
in, in 1 Timothy chapter, chapter 3 and, and verse 16. And without a consideration, great is the mystery of God, and for God was manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit. He was a scene of angels. He preached unto the Gentiles. He was believed on the world and received up into glory. I'm just, just trying to help us to identify who Jesus really was. He was God manifested in the flesh. Amen. Amen. It speaks of the first man, Adam, and the last man, Adam. Amen. Praise God. Uh, after the resurrection, Jesus then spent about 40 years or 40 months, excuse me, about 40 months on this earth. He was appearing and disappearing. He was, uh, he was trying to give the last instructions to his disciples. And uh, he, uh, he, in fact, in Matthew and, and Mark and, and in Luke, I, I can read all three of those uh, various, uh, what we would call the great commissions. Amen. He, and um, in Matthew, the... Uh, 28th chapter in the 18th and 19th verses says this, Amen. And Jesus came and spake, un, spake unto the, them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Mark said it like this in Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Amen, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Amen. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And then he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. And then in Luke, Amen, the... The, the last one I'll read to you is Luke, amen, chapter 24 and verses 46, amen, through 49. And he says unto them, thus it is written and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise, amen, from the dead on the third day. And that repentance and remissions of sins, amen, should be preached. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And all the, all the nations of the world and all and beginning at Jerusalem. And then he, amen, he said, you're a witness of these things. I'm gonna, and then the last is, I'm going to just repeat again what, uh, what Luke was saying. Luke has the second time, and this is in Acts, the first chapter. Amen. And they were asking him, amen, just before he was translated, amen. They, and he said unto them, it is not written for you to know, amen, the times, amen, the Father has put in his own will and power. But you're going to receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And he just told them to tarry you in the city of Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. I'm, I'm reading all these scriptures and tell you, Amen. Not only did Jesus come and save us and we worship him and praise him, but he gave us all a commandment and a responsibility. Amen. To do something about what he has done for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we've got a job to do. Amen. What 
shall we do? That was the question that they asked Peter. And he told them, first thing, you've got to, you've got to repent. You've got to change your way of living. You've got to change your life. Amen. Hey, praise God. He, he, he was, the Lord was wanting, amen, his people, the church, amen, to be, amen, his example. He said, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be in you. I'm gonna, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the church lives, does not live up to amen, what God expected of us. Uh, confession is good for the soul, so say amen. <laughs> amen. Praise God. The first words that Jesus spoke, amen, after he had gone into the wilderness and was tempted to the devil and, and won the test, amen, you, you know. And when he came out of the, the, uh, the wilderness, amen, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17 says, amen, that Jesus' first words he said is, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen. In Mark chapter 1 and verse 15, then the time, the fulfilled, amen, the kingdom of God is, is at hand. Repent ye and believe, amen, the gospel. So the Lord Jesus Christ, first, first message that he ever spoke, amen, after his baptism, he's, he's, we want the world to change. We want the world to change, amen, because we all need Amen. Uh, repentance. We all need to pray through every day. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Paul said, I die daily. Amen. And as a Christian, as Christianity, amen, as all Christians believe, that Acts, the second chapter, is the birth of the church. Amen. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all one accord in one place. And then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting and, and there appeared them cloven tongues like as a fire. And, and of course, they had various ideas of what was happening. And they thought they were drunk. They thought they were full of new wine. And they, they, uh, they thought a lot of things. But Peter told them this is the fulfillment of God's purpose for mankind. Hallelujah. It was prophesied, he was saying. Prophecy has been fulfilled. God has given every person the opportunity for salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now you and I, amen, can, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Hallelujah. Because of what he said, amen, what he's promised to us, you and I have great and wonderful expectations and hope, amen, that what God, amen, has done for us, but most of all, what God can do for us and what God is going to do for us. We are, we're his children. We're, we're his bride, amen, to come, amen. And what somehow we need to, be like this man, I don't know who he was, but I don't think he was the only one 
but he was just the spokesman for those that had heard what Peter had to say and said, what do we do now? Men and brethren, what shall we do? We've done wrong. We've, We've crucified our Savior. And they really didn't know, really in understanding God, that was purpose for God to save them. Amen. But you and I got to recognize the fact what the Lord has done for us, that we got to seek him. What shall we do? Amen. Peter said there was forgiveness if they would seek for it. Repent. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus said from the cross, when he looked out the congregation that was mocking him and ridiculing him, forgive them. Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. They know not the circumstances, but I, I was willing to die for them. I was willing to give my life for them. And he still... That same serving God, merciful Savior, amen, to you and I today. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I was was just kind of on my own thing. If Jesus was here today and stepped in his pulpit this morning, he would answer the questions, amen, of salvation. I believe, amen, Peter preached it. Jesus said, when someone come to him, and may I just turn back to the third chapter of John, there was a guy by the name of Nicodemus that came to him. And he said, I know, Master, I know that you're a teacher come from God because ain't nobody can do what you've been doing except God be with him. And Jesus never responded, amen, to his question except the answer to his question. Amen. Jesus answered and said unto Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water again, excuse me, he, will not, he can't see the kingdom of God. Now, that's already been quoted here this morning. Amen. And I, I said, praise God, amen on that, because I, I was going to try to, amen, some way be in the same frame of mind that uh, we could uh, understand. Jesus said, you can't go to heaven like you are. And Peter said it, and, and, and Jesus said it in the very first words that come out of his mouth after his baptism, repent, repent. Amen. That's the hardest thing for a saint to do, but we all get, well, always want the sinners to do it. But it is in our own interest to, to die daily like Paul said. Amen. God help us, amen, to have a spirit of submission to God and saying, repent, amen. And verse 5, Jesus responds to Nicodemus' answer here. He said, amen, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time in his mother's womb? These are Familiar scriptures to most all of us. But Jesus said, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I'm saying to you, except the man be born of the water, baptism in water, and of the Spirit, baptism in the Holy Ghost, 
you can't enter into the kingdom of God. Praise God. What a wonderful message. What a wonderful truth. What a wonderful hope. And what a simple way is just to surrender and submit to God. Amen. If you want to be a new creature, amen. Amen. As in Adam, all dies, but all as in Christ, shall be made alive. That's what the promise of salvation is. It's a born-again experience. Praise God. Hallelujah. And um, first message, first of all, repent. I want to read Revelations, the uh, third chapter. And, uh, or excuse me, the second chapter here. And, and I'll begin reading it, or read the verse 5. Revelations chapter 2 and verse number 5. And it says it like this. Remember, and this is, this is Lord Jesus Christ talking now to the church of Ephesus. He said, remember, therefore, from which thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come and quickly and remove the candlestick out of its place except you repent. So the Lord's on the Lord's lips from the beginning even to the end. And speaking here, he meant to in Revelations, even after he was in heaven, calling people, amen, and the church to a place of repentance. I am I'm not trying to castigate or anything today. I am trying to say that there needs to be within all of us a willingness to say. I've got to I've got to change if we're going to obey the great commission and this is my focus we've got to somehow start crying out men and brethren what what shall we do what what do we got to do amen because because we're not getting the job done I mean just this, this is what really I'm man I, I I was trying my best to in fact, the, the Lord was dealing with me and talking to me about this sermon some several days ago. And when I was uh, meditating, I thought the Lord was really giving me some instructions and I didn't write it down. And, and then I got halfway through the sermon and the Lord was, I mean, he was silent to me. And so I came over here and prayed last night. I went home and prayed and, and uh, tried to get God to speak to me. And at 4.30 this morning, he woke me up, and uh, he spoke to me. He spoke to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. The only commandments, the only commandments, amen, is to obey is uh, for you and I, amen, to uh, fulfill the great commission. To fulfill the great commandments of the Lord. Folks, we're here uh, today saying, I want to fulfill the great commission. I want to fulfill it. He says to go to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That means doesn't mean that you and I have got to do that in the sense of, of, of a personal thing. But we have got to make sure that not only do we spread it in Dothan. See, that's our position right now. Now, we got some people that's going to go to Bulgaria and do that for us. Praise God. I, hallelujah. We'll be a part of that. Whatever happens in Bulgaria, 
we'll be a part of that revival that goes there because amen is a part of us. But there's, I think I heard some years ago that every soldier that's on the front lines in the military, there's got to be eight that's helping him with finances and with, uh, with uh, ammunition, with power to fight in the battle. Amen. So I don't know what the measurement is now, but I heard that that was one time. So, brethren, we've got to be involved in the thing that's the most important thing to the Lord. And when he got resurrected and he started talking, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then Acts, amen. We've got to, we've got to go to reach the world. We, but most of all, we've got to be empowered to reach the world. We've got to be empowered to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you and I today, and I, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to say a few things, and I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be a positive to us that we can do what God has asked us to do. But it ought to be the cry on the lips of every saint of God that's in this auditorium today. Brother Patterson, Brother Harrelson, Lord, what shall we do? What, what, what's our job? What's, what's our position? What, what place do we feel, amen, in this kingdom, amen, thing that the Lord God Almighty, amen, has left with us to fulfill? If the world is ever going to be saved, it's going to be through the preaching of the gospel and through the witnessing, amen, of you and I, amen. Dothan will be saved. Whoever is saved, it's going to be through our witness, amen, that we can bring it with the power of the Holy Ghost into their lives and talk to them and let them know that there's something about us, amen, that's quite different from everyone else. We know what, they all know that Lord Jesus Christ died, but they're not involved in the great commissions like you and I, amen. They are, they're not empowered to do so as Jesus has told us. You will be endued with power, amen, to do the jobs that, amen, that you were supposed to do. Praise God, amen. We, we're here today to fulfill those great commissions. We're here today to say, what shall we do? And if I can understand what Jesus had been trying to say to all these, the first words out of his mouth was, repent. Repent. And I dare say that there's not anybody here that doesn't need a little of that. To look at yourself and say, what have I done for the Lord? Amen. And I, uh, I've told this a couple of times, and uh, I met this brother at the general conference this, this last couple of weeks. I mean, I was talking to him at our, there. And, uh, but he was a pastor in Alabama at one time. And, and when he left Alabama, he went to Michigan uh, some year later and uh, started pastoring a church, he and his wife. And he got involved in trying to, to uh, help that church reach out. And his wife, uh, uh, she, uh, she said, she said, I'd lived all my life and have won a soul. I have not won a soul in all my life. 
got up there and he said, it was, you know, it's either kind of a life or death of the church. We got to either do something ourselves or it's not going to get done. Amen. And so they started knocking on doors. They started witnessing. They started Bible studies. And before the year was out, she, she had gotten 18 people in that church, prayed through the Holy Ghost. Just because she finally decided, I've got to help God. I've got to fulfill the Great Commission. What shall I do? Amen. Or what shall we do? Amen. Is to first of all say repent. And then, amen, after we have asked God, amen, to forgive us for our past. Forgive us of our failures. Forgive us of the things that we ought to have been done. Amen. I, I, I looked over this congregation a while ago, and I was just had this thought in mind. Many of the parents here has got children lost. And uh, what if something happened to your child or some of your friends and, and they, they passed away in some accident or something and they just didn't make it? Uh, and you, what, would you change your doctrine to try to say that they made it or would you change your position right now to say, I'm going to make sure I'm going to pray for them. Repent. Pray. 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 That's the second thing that, amen, I, I, I know that the Lord was trying to talk to me about. Amen. We need to ask God forgiveness for our shortcomings. Ask God forgiveness for our failures. And then start praying and believing that God is on our side and he is with us. He is in us. I just, I was just, the, the, when I read all these scriptures about being filled with the Holy Ghost, it's God within us. We have helped, we, we've held God a prisoner almost of our own lives sometimes. Amen. Because we won't do what he wants us to do. And he lives in us. We're, we were filled with the Holy Ghost. He lives within us. Amen. And I'm going to ask a question again. I'm gonna, the title of my thought. Men and brethren, what shall we do? We've got to do more than we have. We must be about the Father's business. We must. We must. Amen. We can't wait till something tragic happens and then try to adjust our Amen. Our salvation message. Amen. What God has taught us to do. Amen. We've got to do something today. We've got to do something. Amen. With what we have responsibility for. Amen. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Amen. What all God wants to do with our lives. But revival is waiting upon us. Amen. Claire Clark, I hadn't preached and said about her for quite a number of years, and uh, she's dead and gone now. I wanted one time to have her come here and talk to us. Claire Clark is almost 20 years, somewhere about 20 years, that she never came to church unless she had somebody with her. And she'd come every service. I don't know how in the world she was doing it, but she did. 
in Alexander, Louisiana. They asked her one time, amen, to line up her people. That was in church that one day. She said, Sister Clark, we want you to, amen, I want all the people that, that uh, she's brought to church. To, they lined them up. There was, I think it was four rows of people in that big church that all of them say that she was the one. She was the one that even brought the spirit to me or brought, brought the word of God to me. Amen. So we, we can all do it. Amen. What shall we do? I, I'm asking that question. I'm asking that question over and over because I want some answers. I, I believe that God wants an answer. What are we going to do? with what we've got. We've got the greatest power that this world has, the spirit of God within us. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you to be a, a witness unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and other parts of the earth. God put his own, his own spirit within us to help us to do what he called us to do. And it is called the great commandment. Commission. Amen. And men and brethren and sisters, what are we going to do? Shall we stand? What are we going to do? You have been brought face to face with your own self. And please, I am not trying to be negative, I'm just trying to be positive. I'm trying to be a positive like Peter was. He told them the wrongs, but he told them how to get out of it. When they cried out, what can we do? He gave them the solution to their eternal problems. And I pray to God today that somehow that we can think what the Lord could do for us, what God would do for us, what God wants to do for us. And what we have the ability with his help to, to, to fulfill. Lord Jesus, I guide off my heart. And you told me. You told me what to say. I tried to say everything you told me. And God, with all your love and all your mercies. And our faith and trust in you we can shake at least this city. I believe that. I believe that each one of us, there's not a person here, God, that can't be a soul winner, can't be a prayer warrior. Can't, they, do, they, they can do something. And I know that everybody's personality, whatever, but Lord, you want to use us. But to use us, God, we got to find some direction from you. Amen. What you want from our life. I'm asking you, Jesus, God, to somehow, amen, let them answer that question. What shall we do? In Jesus' name, amen. The altar's open. Want to come and pray?